1: We make picks with no money on it. It's like sport fishing, but betting. Philadelphia at Detroit. Who wins? I'll take the Red Wings. I'm gonna take the Philadelphia Flyers. That works out great. The Arizona Coyotes at the Tampa Bay Lightning. Can I go first? I'll take the Bolts. I'll take the Yotes. Ducks at the Dallas Stars. Dallas. It's uh, me too. You're welcome, Allie. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hey everybody! Welcome to the RP Show. Hour two is at hand. It's the final week, final hour of the week, and I'm excited about it. So excited that I'm going to crack a sober carpenter, non-alcoholic craft beer, and I hope that it doesn't spray all over myself. Are you ready? Eh, not too bad. Mm hmm. All the great taste, but no stupid antics. No hangover, no regret. Sober Carpenter, ask for him by name at your favorite beer, wine, and spirit store. What a great way to kick off the weekend. Let's bring in the Moose now. Uh, I know that this is going to be fun here in Hour 2, Moose. Tory Gurley's going to be with us in the second segment to go all NFL for everybody on this championship weekend of the National Football League. But he wants to play, Darren wants to play uh, Bet Regal, Breakaway Bets, NHL games tonight, and Dealer No Deal. Maybe we can get it out of the way here. In segment one, um, yeah, what's on your mind before I delve into uh, the topics of the day, Moose? Anything
2: specific? You know what? Not much, but I was thinking about this the other day. Remember, was it yesterday or the day before when I said I did my homework in the three minutes to the show? And yeah, the one thing you asked me about that we never talked about, and I don't know why you asked me about it. I don't know why we talked about it, but you asked me if I had heard anything about the Milwaukee Bucks coach. And why he was fired. Yeah. Remember that? So I don't know why I was thinking yeah, yeah, about yeah, it this yeah. morning. But I did all. I read the athletic articles. I, read, I did all this homework. And then I don't think we talked about the NBA once. But that's every day.
1: <laughs> uh, no, but it's okay. Hey, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. This is why I believe hour two is my favorite hour of the program. Because, and, and this specific segment. Because if that former major market TV producer thought we had ADD with this show he's right because we're literally all over the place so a couple of things on that AI artificial intelligence if that's what this is what is it your phone and Google keeps track of what your searches are and what websites you're on and then sends you the ads and everything because of what you're searching and that's fairly new within the last couple of years right probably within the last year. And my point on that, I still believe AI is the biggest threat to the safety of the people on this planet, but that's a topic for a couple days ago and for sure another time. But I kind of miss the basketball coverage I don't get it because I'm not searching for Serena and I were talking about that the other day. It's not coming up on my phone, any of the NBA basketball coverage, because I'm not searching for any of it. But I kind of like to know what the hell's going on. Like, I have no idea why the Bucks fired their coach at 30 and 13. I don't know why they did. It makes no sense. So you looked it up. I why know. did the Milwaukee Bucks fire their coach when I think they're in first place? Well, yeah, 30-13,
2: and 13, I think, overall. They're, they were fourth or fifth in the league. Fourth in the league, maybe. Third in the league. Like, pretty unprecedented stuff. But they're a team that has um, championship aspirations, and they weren't playing well enough to, get it, to keep everybody comfortable. So they didn't like the way that they were playing defensively, weren't playing good enough defensively, and didn't like the way they were using uh, Damian Lillard, who came in from Portland, right, in the Trailblazers. So they made the move and it's like but they're winning games. They're better than 90% of the teams in the NBA. Doesn't matter. Not good enough. And it tells me that the oh ownership there, you know, says we need to win and anything that makes us believe that we're not good enough, we'll make the change. So the coach goes bye-bye and Doc Rivers comes in.
1: Yeah, it's been great. Uh the, yeah, I'd st- that part I all kind of knew. But one of the biggest reasons is the Heat were playing the Celtics here last night. And I flipped it on because it was on local cable. And I just want to see Barkley and Chuck uh, or Shaq and Barkley. That's the biggest reason. Yeah. But then they were talking about this and I learned a lot. Now, furthermore, how the hell did we get into an NBA show? That's not my intent. But Kawhi Leonard comes into Toronto night with uh, tonight with the L.A. Clippers to take on the Raptors. And I don't see a whole lot of hullabaloo around that, which is fine. He was only there a year, but it was a big year. Last night, uh, we were watching Shameless because we're just addicted to that show on Netflix. I love it. And I love all the characters. I sit there and try and think of who's my favorite character. I love them all. But I said to Serena, it was getting close to 7 o'clock Eastern, I said, I really want to watch the Montreal Islanders game. I want to see the Ruwa thing. And she's like, yeah, me too, me too. You know, and we got the cable package with all the games. So we tune it in, and here's TSN talking about there were three ovations before Patrick in the Bell Center before they even dropped the puck. Three. And I think that they were non-official. Right? The fans just sporadically came up with these for Roa. And, uh, and then there was a, a media thing, right? Rois canceled the morning media session because he didn't want to be the focus, canceled the morning skate. And she was like, why? Is this such a big deal? It's not like he hasn't come back before. And I'm like, you know why it's a big deal. It's Montreal. (laughs) You've been there, Taron. They're going to make a big deal out of everything.
3: And that's what makes them so great.
2: It is. It's what makes that town great. Every little detail or little thing is a big thing in Montreal. Yeah. You know, every, every player that's that put on that uniform is a part of that team forever, no matter how big or small. So you're right. Everything is a big deal around there. And Patrick Roach coming back in, um, they'll always celebrate him, and I'm glad they're celebrating him. Um, So it was really nice to see that last night. On the flip side, in Calgary, I don't know if they gave Johnny Gaudreau an ovation. The only ovation I saw in Calgary last night was, please welcome back Oliver Shillington. That was the only ovation that I saw in Calgary last night.
1: Hey, look, I miss our casinos. I miss my friends there, but I don't miss the cold and I don't miss how crappy the flames are. That stuff I don't miss. Um, now, furthermore, on all of that, uh, it is a football Friday. I sh- just for spits and giggles, I'll throw up right now our poll question, and it's presented by Key Auto Group, as it always is. At Key Auto Group, you can buy with confidence knowing that they provide reports on all vehicles they sell. Get fully informed about your next vehicle by going to keyautogroup.ca. The poll question is, who will win Super Bowl 58? And Clark, what are they saying on YouTube? Because I never did put it up on Twitter.
3: I never put it up. It's all even?
1: Uh, Ravens and Lions are tied. So... 28% each, Clark says. So thank you on the Key Auto Group poll. Um, That's the fun thing about going into the weekend. They're actually playing games. And then the other side, which we covered uh, at length last hour, was the coaching musical chairs game, which we all really love. I mean, if your team's not still playing, they're probably making the news with coaching changes, whether it's head coaches, Jim Harbaugh going to the Chargers, Raheem Morris going to the Falcons, Vic Fangio being fired here. You name it, there's that. That's all fun. But another topic on this Football Friday. I mean this respectfully and damn sure seriously. Jay McNeil comes out, the, the new president of the Calgary Stampeders yesterday, replacing John Huffnagel and says the CFL's making going to make a comeback. It's making a comeback and the Stampeders will be at the forefront of it. I said they got a chance now because they got a football business guy in charge of it. David in Winnipeg writes in on the 902 sober carpenter text line Darren and he says bang on about having a football guy in charge. Winnipeg's road to success began with Wade Miller taking the reins. Look at Calgary and all the years of success there with Wally Buono and then John Huffnagel. Hats off to Huff from a bomber fan. Yeah, but Wally didn't do business, Bobby Ackles did. And when Bobby passed things t- t- took a sharp And that was 20 years ago, man. Unreal. Almost 20 years ago. So it's a football business guy. Jim Hobson in Saskatchewan was a football business guy. Wade Miller is a football business guy. Huff ain't that. And George Cortez, just for, to be honest, like these coaches are the kinds of guys that they would just as soon have nobody in the stadium because they don't care. They'd rather just play the game. They're nerds. They don't understand the sizzle and the shit spawn, the marketing that goes around. They don't understand. They don't care. And Jay McNeil hopefully will fix that. I don't know well enough whether he's going to be the guy to do that. But here's the one thing about the CFL making a comeback where I'm, I'm, I'm skeptical. And we save Fridays to talk football. So I don't mind spending a few minutes on this. <laughs> I was talking to a guy here in the States this morning on the phone and he was like oh what's up in the CFL i see they redid uh, they redid Chad Kelly's deal i'm like well they redid it this year and he's like no 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 i think they redid it this morning i'm like well why always redoing doing deals it looks really bush league and then Randy Ambrosie's out addressing Halifax expansion again saying well we're not totally giving up yet but we really need to have some uncle until they start acting like a professional league, when are they going to be taken seriously? That is my beef. I'm sorry. And that's just the way it's always been. And my friends, the forefathers of the CFL, say, oh, it's 75% better than it was in the 90s. I'm like, how could it have been worse? So that's my thing, man. It's, they, got, they got an image problem that's all their own fault. So if it's making a comeback, I th- I'd like to see that change. I don't know how it would. Fair? I know. Yeah, it's fair.
2: Um, We all want to see the league thrive and, and do better and continue to grow. And we hope that it does. It starts with the play on the field, though. And I think that was better last year. Now can the people in charge of the business side of it, across all the teams in the league and at the league office, capitalize on it this year and turn that product into money and into fans in the stands. That's what's yet to be seen. So they got a real opportunity this year. Because of the way last year ended with the great, great cup and, you know, the story of the Alouettes and Cody Fajardo and the rest, they got an opportunity. We'll see what happens this year.
1: Jeff, the Stams fan writes in and says, uh, by the way, this is non-alcoholic beer for those that just tuned in and are trying to be Karen's. Jeff, the Stams fan says, all teams are redoing quarterback deals. Doesn't make it right. From Graham in Calgary. Calgary has begun putting the focus on the fans again. The game day experience was much better in 2023 than it was for the last 15 years. I could see a comeback, but it's a marathon, not a sprint. I'm not saying it won't happen. I'd like to see how and show me. I'm at the point now where it's show me. We're still big CFL people, but we got to play the numbers game. And by the way, that is. you know, that's, you we'll know, go into the Super Bowl. That's what we're doing in a couple of weeks time. We're going to be live. When I said I was talking to that football guy here in the States, he was going to, he said he'll be on the show. He's in Vegas. I'll be on. Let's do it. He knew where Radio Row was. That's what people are talking about. It's at Mandalay Bay. My $22 a night hotel is within walking distance. I said, Hey. You know, you're not judging me because I'm staying in a hotel for $22 a night, right? He goes, ha, I'm sure you stayed in worse. I'm like, hell yes, I stayed in worse. Stayed in worse within the last year. I went to a wedding in Weyburn and my brother laughed at me at the hotel I was staying at. He goes, somebody got shot there last weekend. I said, well, then we know that it's busy.
3: You can't say <laughs> nobody stays there. I'm all right with it. Um, <laughs> what?
2: <laughs> Every hotel within walking distance of Mandalay Bay. No.
1: Oh my God, uh, we walked. We walked from New York, New York to Gillies. I don't know if that means anything to you. It's the country on yeah. Treasure Island. We walked with my boss, who at the time, not this job, my last job, but very. He's not a walker. Let's put it that way. <laughs> we're going to stop like eight times on the way. That's a hike. <laughs> are you okay? Oh, I'm good. We finally got to Gillies, and we're like, we're going to, well, I was ready to stay for a while. And then they're like, oh, oh we got the next place to go. I'm <laughs> Sorry, we're going to the next place. When we just got here, we walked seven miles. Because Vegas blocks are not like your normal city blocks. I'm not telling people things they don't know. Um, hey, Tory Gurley's coming in next. Let's play dealer No Deal right now. We'll save Bet Regal breakaway bets for later on to ensure that you come back in the third segment to talk about tonight's NHL games. How about that? All right. Um, okay. Bet Regal, Deal or No Deal for our exclusive betting partner, Bet Regal where I give the betting lines and Darren decides if he's going to take the bet. I kind of have a sense of where he's going to go on this. But let's go! Kansas City at Baltimore in the AFC Championship game. It's the first time, I think, since 1971 Baltimore's hosted the AFC Championship game. And they're favored by four. Are you taking the deal or not?
2: No deal. And I'm going to surprise you. I picked Baltimore to win the Super Bowl. But I think the smart bet is on Kansas City to cover here. If it was three or less, I'd probably go Baltimore, but because it's swelled to four, I have to go Kansas City. We don't know you know, how to stop Patrick Mahomes. Um, they, they do play close games, but with Baltimore, we've seen a, a um, game plan on how to stop Lamar Jackson in the playoffs. Tennessee did it. It's happened before. So I think this will be a really tight game.
1: No deal from Darren. Can we... Sp- For me, I'll take the deal, and we're going to need to speed it up on the next one. The NFC Championship game, the Detroit Lions at the San Francisco 49ers, that has swelled to 7.5 points for the 49ers at home. Deal or no deal?
2: All the same reasons, no deal. Lions are gritty. They play tough. It'll be closer. No deal there either.
1: Write it down, folks. I'm taking the deal. So two X's from him, two check marks from me. Sign up at betregal.ca this weekend and get playing and join their club for free. Moose, I'll see you a little later on. You bet. We're going to get deep into the NFL with Tory Gurley next because it's a football Friday and we're live on Game Plus Television, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Need a champion for your charity event? An all-star for your seminar? How about an Olympian to give a winning keynote speech? EMJ Marketing is the place to go. EMJ Marketing is one of Canada's top speaker bureaus, with some of Canada's most recognizable athletes and entertainers on their roster. EMJ also represents a wide range of impactful keynote speakers and MCs. So whether you need to fill a spot on stage or someone to arrange the entire event, do it with one stop, EMJ Marketing. Take the first step to success for your next event. Visit EMJMarketing.com.
3: Send us your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless
1: you really deserve it. Now, back to your host, Rod Peterson. Oh, look at that. I've reached that age. Welcome to the RP Show, everybody. It is a football Friday. Hang on, John in Edmonton. He just wrote in, come in all guns a-blazing with some hockey questions. No, no, that's later on in overtime, because we're going to talk NFL now with our dude, Tory Gurley, down there in the Carolinas, Packers, Browns alum, Bills too. Yeah, limbering up
4: to, re- to <laughs> reflect on all of his football stops. <laughs> How you doing, old man? I'm good. I'm good. How are you guys doing out there?
1: Hey, we're doing fantastic. Uh, we're great. We're, I, mean, I was thinking of this the other day. I saw a commercial for the Senior Bowl, um, and I thought of you. you
4: still busy with that? Yes, sir. We'll be down. i leave out uh, on Monday. I have the in-laws in town, so they're upstairs, and they're watching the show live, and um, you know, I got to spend some time with them before I hit the road
1: lucky you the wonderful Hubick family well a shout out from us to them Tori. and uh, you are the busiest guy i appreciate you finding us sometime would you mind just telling our audience because that you do a million things what you do with the Reese's senior bowl in mobile alabama
4: yeah so just part of the scouting department um you know this year i'm not with the senior bowl i'm with the shrine game so it's held at uh, cowboy stadium so i'm headed down to jerry's world Um, to be there, Uh, those guys go out and compete and they're in front of all the scouts. So it's going to be a great opportunity to to help those guys get drafted. And and not only am I a a husband and a father, you know, Arthur and help kids with recruiting. So it's just, we stay busy in this house.
1: (laughs) Well, of course, a little TJ there, the next Super Bowl star, by the way, and a son-in-law, you forget to mention a son-in-law. And your father-in-law yeah. is the best cubic, best Hubick. Those other guys didn't set the bar very high, except for Murray. He's my guy, but uh, he knows what I'm talking about, uh, your father-in-law. So our poll question today, if you can take a stab at this, who do you think will win Super Bowl 58? We're down to the final four. Do you want to forecast a couple weeks ahead?
4: Yeah, I, I'm taking the Kansas City Chiefs to, to win the whole thing. Explain why, please. I'm not going against Michael Jordan. Uh, I had this conversation with uh, my father-in-law last night. We were sitting out watching hockey, and I think we had a basketball game on. And uh, he was like, are you sure that uh, you're going to go against Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens, They're a better team? I was like, I can't go against a, a player that's been there so many times. He's been to the AFC Championship six, six years in a row. The only person he's lost to was Tom Brady, and he also lost to Joe Burrow. So um, I think it's been an amazing season with the Chiefs. They're starting to click at the right time, and it wouldn't shock me if they went out, beat Baltimore this week, and you know, a couple weeks from now, being in Vegas, you know, watching them beat the, the Lions or the Niners in the Super Bowl, it wouldn't shock me at all.
1: You know, I got to say this, and I've said San Francisco last hour, Barker and Moose said Baltimore, and you've now said the Chiefs.
4: Nobody has said Detroit. Do they even have a chance? They have a shot at beating San Francisco this weekend, but I just think eventually Cinderella is going to turn into a pumpkin. You know, like that that glass shoe is not going to fit anymore, and and um and, and it, it can happen on Sunday or it can happen in the Super Bowl. But I, I would trust Patrick Mahomes and, and, and those big games because he's been there many times. You know, he, he has that experience. He has a coach that's, you know, been there as well as a lot of teammates. And and you guys are diving to this on Radio Road once you're in Vegas. Um, those Super Bowl nerves are – it's a real thing. You know, guys come out tight, and whenever you have a leader that's been there many times, Especially at the quarterback position, it really can calm you down and get you in the flow of the game because the game doesn't change. It's just the things you see around you. But, um, you know, that football is still going to be, you know, the field is still going to be 100 yards and a touchdown is still going to be seven points. So, you know, it, it helps when you have that veteran leadership that's, that's been there and done that.
1: Ryan in Toronto writes in and says football Friday is always amazing. First Jim Barker, now Tori Gurley. What a show. Jen at the Four Seasons writes in. She says, I won't be able to handle it if KC wins because it will be all about Taylor Swift. Well, that's only if, because you want it to be, Jen. I mean, somebody said to me this week, Tori, at the gym, they said, uh, I'm sick of the Chiefs. I'm sick of of Taylor Swift. I'm sick of Kelsey. I'm sick of them all. And I'm like, well, I'm not sick of it because I didn't pay attention to any of it. But again, people need to understand in Canada, which is half your family's there, uh, it's all football all the time here. So on the radio this morning, I heard a guy say the Chiefs don't have any playmakers. I'm like... Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes and score the most touchdowns in NFL playoff history as a as a combo. What do you yeah. mean, no playmakers? But everybody's going to have an opinion, Tori. Right? That's a
4: fact. You know what, Rod? This is what I think. We get bored with with greatness. I feel like the last, the two last great athletes that we didn't get bored with, I would say, would be Michael Jordan and Wayne Gretzky. We wanted those guys to play forever and ever, but once we moved into the social media world where now everybody has a platform and they can say and you know freedom of speech. Um people got tired of Tiger Woods, um, Serena Williams, Tom Brady. It's just people we take for granted. And when you look at the runs of those type of champions, it was for a long time. They dominated the sport. And, you know, to beat the man, you gotta go out there and go beat him. And that's why I'm gonna give that edge to Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs because they've proven it time and time again. And every time we try to crown somebody else, they just show like, hey, you know, this is why we're the best team in football. So I, I'm not going against it until I watch somebody go out there and, and beat them fair and square.
1: I couldn't agree more. And I think that's, well, you and I see things the same way, but I respect greatness too. That's why I, although I like the Detroit story, I don't have, I'm not sick of the Chiefs. It's hard to win. Every week, let alone every year, they're on their sixth straight
4: conference championship. I respect that, and clearly, so do you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, because it's hard to win. You know, like it's it's hard to do that. Same thing with LeBron James. This guy is twenty years into the NBA, and you know a lot of people, oh, he's a drama king. He's this, is that. But man, this dude has been from eighteen to forty years old. This guy's been in the NBA, and he's been the best player. So. You know, we got to enjoy it while we can because when those guys are gone, we look around and now we're trying to find somebody else to, to fill that void. And, you know, we've been blessed to go on this run that we've been on. But man, it, there comes a point where sometimes you might just have some average pro athletes out there and that would definitely give these, you know, people with podcasts a lot to talk about.
1: Yeah, oh, for sure. I'm sprinkling in a little bit of all of what makes us us. I'm sitting here thinking your father-in-law is garnet right absolutely (laughs) yeah when you go upstairs you ask you ask him yeah you ask him about murray hubick you ask him about barry hubick and i'm sitting here thinking how in the world is tj got the same genetic material as barry hubick auctioneer to the (laughs) stars you ask him that and you spend the rest of the day figuring that one out it's wild it's just wild to me uh, Jen wants to know your opinion on the Green Bay Packers overachieving, getting to the playoffs, I think, and then stunning the Cowboys, and then they fire the defensive coordinator. Uh, what is your take on the green and gold? I
4: think they're a year ahead of schedule. Uh, it's great that those young guys got experience because those were a lot of kids that I went out and scouted. You know, when I was working with the Senior Bowl. You know, ha- matter of fact, I think four starting receivers. Four of the Green Bay Packers were guys that have come through the Senior Bowl that I literally went out went out on the road, scouted, and helped develop. So um, they're young. I mean, 22, 23 years old. You know, Jordan Love is not that old, and now they got to play in a big game. They got the playoff experience, and moving forward, um, once they figure out what they're going to do on defense, I think they're going to be a team. They're going to be a force to be reckoned with, as well as the Houston Texans. That's another team that was ahead of schedule. You know, that last year. They had the number two and number three pick in the draft. And they went from, you know, being one of the worst teams in football to being in the playoffs. And, and you know, they, they they made a playoff debut in, in one calendar year. So, you know, hats off to those teams. And, and that's why people love football, because with the right coaching, with the right guys in the front office, you can go from last to first literally in in one year with one draft. So I'm excited, you know, for for these teams. And, you know, Green Bay is, they're definitely did a lot of great, and I'm, I'm happy for them.
1: Tory was a locker room neighbor of Aaron Rodgers, and I really want your opinion on how things have gone with him. Obviously terrible with his Achilles snapping, but then he had the rehab process, and then I think he just got bored. He had to do these interviews. He got in all the trouble for things that he said. You would have a different view because you know him than the rest. I've heard the most nastiest things said about Aaron Rodgers. Is he that guy? Is he just stirring it up for fun? Is he a narcissist like many have claimed or what? How are you seeing What's going on with Aaron Rodgers?
4: I just think that he got bored. You know, you, you're in rehab all day, picking up marbles with your feet, trying to repair your Achilles. And I'm quite sure he just, he really wants to be on the field. You know, I mean, he's been playing football for however many years. And to have the game taken away from you and four offensive snaps, and you have to sit there and just be a, you know, a teammate and, and you, you can't have any, you can't go out there and compete with your guys, man. It's tough, and you know I'm quite sure. You know, with him being involved with the Pat McAfee show and everything else, it was just like, man, I I got to get myself riled up because just sitting around here, like I said, picking up marbles with your feet and or being on a scooter because you can't walk, it just you know you get bored, you know. And and he's an extremely smart guy. You know, obviously he reads lots of books, and you know he, he's a very deep thinker. So everything he was doing was calculated. But I'm willing to bet. Next year, when he's healthy and he's able to play, you might not hear a peep from him out of the media because he's going to be focused on going out there and handling business because the Ravens are the real deal. The Chiefs are the real deal. Now you have to worry about the Texans and Joe Burrow is coming back and you still got Buffalo. I mean, his work is cut out for him next season in the AFC.
1: Um, yeah, I had that suspicion. He's just bored. And toying with everybody. Yeah, thank you for confirming what I thought. And we had a last one, Tori. We had a viewer right in here, a Jets fan, New York Jets fan, and asked if we ever see the Gotham Green getting to the Super Bowl. Ever. I mean, never is a long time, but how would you answer that? Yeah. It's possible.
4: Um, they do have the, the players. They have the defense. It's all going to fall on Aaron and the play calling. You know, I, I don't know how... Nathaniel Hackett is going to go out and and, and call plays in and, and the biggest moments versus Andy Reid or versus a hardball with the Ravens or, hell, having to deal with the new hardball with the Chargers. I mean, you know, the AFC is loaded. I know Aaron will be fine, but to go on a championship run, everybody has to, all hands are on deck. You just can't have one person pulling a team. You know, it's going to take a collective effort and That'll be something that, you know, we'll see during the season. And it will give you a, a, a preview of if they have what it takes to play, you know, in the biggest game and bring it home. So it can happen, but we'll just have to watch the development of the team.
1: Sure. They got a chance at this. They got to do it right. Tori, I appreciate you finding time for us. You are literally like the busiest guy I know. So I appreciate that. You asked Garnett about Murray and Barry. That'll keep you busy for the day and uh, enjoy the football this weekend.
4: Yes, sir. Same to you. And tell your wife, thank you, because my wife looks amazing. Like Kim has muscles and, you know, hamstrings and back muscle and biceps and triceps. She, she looks like a world-class athlete, and I'm over here looking like a, a granddad. So I think I'm going to sign up with yeah, your wife next so I can get back in shape. <laughs>
1: that's two of us. That's two of us. But she said, I didn't want to say it, but I'll say it now since you opened the door. Kim is the perfect client. So there you go. She said she's the perfect client. That's probably not anything you don't know. Right. But I thought I would pass that along too.
4: Yeah. So thank you. Thank you. And uh, you know, she made me into a believer because I'm literally watching my wife, you know, the, the physical transformation, you know, the meal prepping. And I mean, she sticks to the regimen. She's so disciplined, but your wife is a great coach. And and it's like they're a great tandem. So, hey, the Petersons and the Girlies, man, it's meant for us to be together forever.
1: Could not agree more. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you. Yes, Tori Gurley, our uh, NFL, NFL insider. We'll be right back as Moose rejoins us for NHL Bet Regal Breakaway Bets, audience takeover, and all the rest. It's a football Friday, and we are live on Game Plus Television, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Follow Peterson Recovery on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and DM me, or email PetersonRecovery at aol.com. It's never too late. Oh yeah, he's back. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Okay, here we go. Welcome back, everybody. DDD. Did I tell you that the Telemiracle 50-50 raffle is live now? Well, if I didn't, consider yourself told. It's Saskatchewan's charity. And uh, February 23rd is when we're self- deadline to buy tickets. So you got some time, but prefer if you didn't wait. Telemiracle5050.com. Kinsmen and the Kinets are helping people improve their quality of life every single day. Telemiracle5050.com is a way for you to help out, plus win 50% of the jackpot. And you can also donate under our donation page. Please welcome Darren Moose DuPont back in. Thank God somebody came in with some sanity here in Tory. I felt like you and Jim Barker were ganging up on me. That's Raven. <laughs>
3: Hello. Hello. Uh, do we,
1: the, uh, obviously you,
2: what, what? The whole time I'm listening to that interview with Jim Barker, it felt like every second word out of his mouth was, you know, I agree with Darren. When he said, da-da-da-da-da, so I understand where you were coming from when you were feeling a little ganged up on there.
1: It's all fine, but I find out <laughs> that's how uh, Jim Barker, he's, he's a politician. You know what? You're, you're right about it. You know what? You're a real good-looking guy, you know? <laughs> sure knows how to make that's, you feel good. <laughs> yeah. He knows how to make you feel good. Exactly. <laughs> 902-518-3033 is the number to text us here in the old RP show. I, Herb is watching in Melville. He writes in and says that Tori has the best T-shirt. I wasn't even paying attention to what Tori was wearing. <laughs> Were you? I didn't even look. I, would, I was looking at him right I in the I was listening,
2: eye. not watching. Yeah.
3: Tell us what he, what he was wearing, Herb. I'm, I'm
1: a little embarrassed, but there's, that's kind of the way some people are. And I wasn't that cognizant of what Tory was wearing today when he joined the, the program. Have you ever watched any of the documentaries on Warren Buffett, the billionaire investor from, I think it's Omaha, Nebraska? Have you ever watched those? Oh, he yeah. said for a, million, if you, for a million dollars, if you put a gun to his head, he couldn't tell you the color of the uh, blinds in his office. Or the drapes in his bedroom. It's not not an interior decorator. Thinking about other things. You know what I mean? Yes. Not saying we're Warren Buffett over here, but not saying we're not either. Okay, are you ready for Bet Regal's NHL breakaway bets? We've gone through the deal or no deal for the National Football League. Now it's time for On the Ice. And I tell you what, there's some tantalizing games here. The... Florida Panthers are at the Pittsburgh uh, Penguins tonight. Actually, let me stop. I'll tell you my game of the night is this: Panthers aside, it's the Vegas Golden Knights at the New York Rangers. Why does that feel really big to me?
2: Does it to you too? When you say it like that, it does. I think they're you know two marquee cities, two marquee teams now in the National Hockey League. Um, I think there's lots to like about those two teams. So, and it could. It's one of those Stanley Cup previews, you know? They're each one of a handful of teams, three, four teams in each conference that you would consider a Stanley Cup contender. So this is another one of those Stanley Cup, possible Stanley Cup previews.
1: Who are you picking?
3: I am going to pick the Rangers.
1: That's two of us. Uh, For me... The Rangers need a big win. They have come up empty in big games of late. People are saying they're missing something. Maybe tonight's the night they find it. I know that it's on national television here, and because of that, I assume it will be in the Great White North. Either way, find some way to watch it. It should be a doozy. Vegas at the Rangers tonight. And then the Florida Panthers at the Pittsburgh Penguins. The Panthers starting a road trip just before the All-Star break. Pittsburgh is still Pittsburgh. They still have the names, you know, but I think Florida, they want to go into the all-star break on a high. I'm going to take the Panthers. How about you?
2: Yeah, I'm going to take the Panthers too. These are all really interesting games tonight. It's a great night to watch TV. Yeah. Because I'm seeing the analysts now saying, you got to break up the pens. It's over. And if you have any sympathy left, you should give Crosby a chance to go somewhere else. And, you know, not, play out his career in the basement of the NHL. So I'm really following Pittsburgh a lot too, and the Panthers, but I'll take, uh, I'll take Florida.
1: Los Angeles Kings at Colorado. And if there is a bigger grease fire than the LA Kings right now, I don't know what it is. It's like nine of 11 or whatever they've lost. And I'm sure you saw the comments from Drew Doughty. Who has said the problem with this team is not a team thing, it's players' own things, obviously away from the arena. And now that's got us our minds all running wild. I'm gonna just jump right out and say Colorado will win tonight. You?
2: Yeah, I, I will too. Nathan McKinnon yeah. is just unbelievable.
1: Right. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't have any inside knowledge because I don't want to know what's going on with the LA Kings players. I can only imagine. I will say this. A friend of mine who watches this show, he's a hockey guy. He goes, I don't know how the NHL keeps a lid on all this stuff that goes on. I'm like, I don't know either, and I don't want to know. That's kind of what I think about with the LA Kings. God knows what those players are into. Gambling debts, drugs, Hells Angels. I don't know. That's my guess. That's where my mind went. I don't know. What do you think it is?
2: (sighs) I, I hate to get into the rumor mill and into the sludge of social media, but PLD's name keeps coming up in, in L.A., you know, issue oh, in, in, in uh, Winnipeg and now in L.A. And um, thing, things were too good for too long in L.A. here for the last couple of years. Um, I guess it's all coming coming <laughs> crashing down a little bit. Uh... But for Todd McClellan and the, and the L.A. Cl- Kings, they got to find a way to write this ship because there's too many good players and the team is too good to uh, just waste the season.
1: Poor Todd. We can make it real quick. St. Louis and Seattle, who you got? I will take the Kraken.
2: Okay, I'll take the Blues in uh, Jaden Schwartz's return to play the Blues. But he's with Seattle. He's with Seattle, yeah. I think he'll lose the return game is what I'm saying. (laughs) Weird way of saying it. Sorry.
1: (laughs) Yes. Um, Hey. So that there's our bet. Regal bets. It's so much fun picking the NHL games. John in Edmonton wrote in. I would have to dig through to find it. He wanted to know our thoughts. Here it is. John in Edmonton says. I know it's football Friday, but did you happen to see the statements that the five AJHL teams sent out Thursday night? Basically, they have no intention of leaving. Holy smoke, a doodles. We talked about this in our morning meeting today. And I said, it was while I was at the outdoor uh, mall in West Palm Beach, I said, I, this is why I don't want to be the breaking news guy. I don't. I don't want to be the insider because this is ugly as hell. And so what John's talking about is last Thursday night, the five teams that we've been talking about all week, Wexit, hashtag Wexit, West Exit, leaving the Alberta League to go to BC. They've all basically denied it said we haven't signed anything, we haven't declared, I'm paraphrasing, they have not declared our intention to leave. So we don't know why we're being suspended, basically, am I right? I just, in the break, saw the AJHL send out a statement today saying we'd like some clarification on what these five teams have said. They're saying they haven't signed or agreed to anything. Well, that's exactly the opposite of what the BCHL said on Saturday.
3: What a
2: mess. It's a big mess. And it's all language and it's all details because the HHL wants to have their, the, the teams, sorry, that are reported to go to the BCHL. They want to have their cake and eat it, too. They want to finish out the year, have a chance to win trophies, play at a Centennial Cup. Their players should have an opportunity to play, but they also want to go to the next league. And, you know, the BCHL got out ahead of this and announced it before the teams could control the narrative. You know, it's kind of how it appears to have gone down. So they've said, wait a second, we never said anything to the league. We never said we were leaving. Didn't say we're not leaving, but we didn't say we were leaving. So why are we getting punished? Well, we found out you were leaving, so you're getting punished. It's like in Shawshank. If the guards had ripped open the poster earlier and saw that Andy Dufresne was tunneling out, he'd have been in the hot box or in the hole for a week, right? You can't sit there and continue to dig out and be able to eat your three square meals a day and go out in the yard at recess and do all the things you're either in or you're out. That's where the league's coming from. Uh,
1: uh, Yeah. And uh, I'll try to wrap this up and make it brief, but it's something that we follow very closely because hockey and specifically junior hockey is very near and dear to our hearts. It's in our DNA, but it's just sport overall. Um, and, And we do a lot of business. We own businesses so I know how business works. And like, like Darren just said, if you were found out, oh, I'm pulling out at the end. No, you're pulling out now. We're done. Nobody can, no, nobody can have a problem with the way the AHL has handled this. I think a lot of people could have a problem with the way those five teams in the BCHL have handled this. And whoever broke that story, I wouldn't want to be them. I've kind of tried to find out who broke the story. It's not Gregor. It's not Jason Gregor. Clark said he kind of repeated it, but he didn't break the story. It's got a whole lot of people really upset. And Barker said it last hour with regards to football and coaches jumping other places and players and being fired and loyalty. Just this morning on the radio here, they said the environment of sport is do what's best for you always. And it totally flies in the face of what it takes to win.
3: Teamwork. Have a good
1: weekend, Moose. Thank you. You too. Sports update and audience takeover. I feel like it will be spicy when we come back on Game Plus Television to wrap up a football Friday. WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live.
3: You got something to say? You want to add to the show? What are you waiting
1: for? Don't just sit there. Say something. Now, back to the studio with Rod. Overtime is brought to you by our friends at Overtime Hockey Lanes in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. I'm not joking when I say Calgary's the hockey capital of Western Canada. Flames aside... Go check out OT Hockey Lanes and tell them Rod sent you. It's where skill and fun collide, 28th Street Northeast. I know it's cold out, but they heat it up inside with a licensed uh, restaurant and bar in there. Randy and Michelle do a great job running it. Your kids will love it, and you will too, and I'm no kid. Again, Overtime Hockey Lanes, just a slap shot away from the old Crossroads flea market in Calgary. Well, you'd put it out to the audience. You'd find out who's watching. Whoever it was, uh, it was Herb in Melville, writes in and says, nice shirt on Tory." And I wasn't even paying attention. All these people wrote in, but I said, what was Tory wearing? Gary Fitz in Saskatoon writes in and says, Tori wore a sweater with Sask made on it. Nice. He wasn't, but his wife was. Bob in Saskatoon writes in, he says, Saskatoon green on a gray T-shirt. Probably bought it Off." An amazing shop there. Um, oh, it's Saskatoon Green now? You ever heard of that, Clark? Not me. Oh, I think it's... no. Yeah, if anything, Saskatchewan Green. Bingo! How about that? Uh, with the Rough Riders, I think we called that specific green Kelly Green. The green of the province isn't exactly the green of the football team, but it's close, but we'll just call it Saskatchewan Green. It ain't Saskatoon Green, but nice try, Bob. And uh, Herb comes back and says, "It said Sask made. Ask Jarrett Stoll. Ask him what." That reminds me, fantastic guests here on the program. All nice work, Clark. Nice work. One thing, (laughs) do you do you people think Jarrett Stoll would get offended if we said, "Hey, Jarrett, nice to nice to hear from you." What would be the chances of no? We're not asking to get you on
3: your wife. How would we go about that, Clark? He wouldn't be offended, would he? We don't want you. Oh, we did? (laughs) We tried that. He didn't like it? Brushed it Brushed it off. Okay, okay. Well, we tried, apparently. Yeah, it's very awkward. Well, that answers that. 902-518-3033
1: is uh, the number to text. Eight NHL teams are playing tonight as the countdown to the All-Star break begins. The Florida Panthers are at the Pittsburgh Penguins. The Vegas Golden Knights visit the Rangers. L.A. Kings face off against the Colorado Avalanche, and the Blues are in Seattle. LeBron James joined yet another... Exclusive club, and you'll have plenty of familiar faces alongside him at the NBA All-Star game. James is an All-Star for the 20th time, with the league unveiling the results of this season's starter balloting on Thursday night. James is the first 20-time All-Star in NBA history. By the way, wraps home tonight to the L.A. Clippers' Kawhi Leonard's return. Far less fanfare. Kawhi Leonard returning to Toronto than Petriqua returning to Montreal. Isles winning, sorry, Isles losing 4-3, by the way. Sports update brought to you by Landmark Cinemas. In theaters now, The Beekeeper, starring Jason Statham, Josh Hutcherson, Jeremy Irons, Dan Lee, Minnie Driver, and Felicia Rashad from the director of Fury and End of Watch. The Beekeeper in Landmark Cinemas now. Check it out this weekend. And brought to you by Common Crown Brewing Company, turning your everyday common beer into a unique and exceptional experience visit commoncrown.ca check them out this weekend too please enjoy responsibly i think that we've had a great week I was telling serena in the break uh, i was ready for the last hour ready for the weekend after a fantastic week i think we've un- we've invented the term sport betting not to be confused with sports betting it's sport betting just for fun no money or lunches on the line that's what we do with the bet regal breakaway bets And listen, do me a favor and try out Ransa. It's a Rod Peterson invention. Half ranch, half salsa. Ransa. I discovered it by accident last weekend watching NFL playoffs. Tell me what you think. We'll talk about it all Monday right back here, noon Eastern on Game Plus and Key Radio. Who has more fun than us? (laughs)